Hello, James here. Welcome to the James Cast. And I'm really, really excited to present to you another Creative Mornings in Dubai conversation. This one is with Samir GP. You're really going to love it. It, it. it really touched a nerve for me. And I'm replaying it now because we need to hear this message. The title of the talk is Seven Plus One Habits of Wonder-Filling People. Samir is extraordinary. He's a creative thinker. He's an exceptional conversationalist. He really believes in actively participating in conversations and not only listening, but activating what you do. He's a supreme entrepreneur. And before we got into the conversation though, I had a chat with Glenn Power about Creative Mornings and it was really a lead in to a podcast of this very Creative Mornings talk. So you know what? Let's do it. Let's get into it. This is the lead in to Samir GP's seven plus one habits of wonder filling people. Creative Mornings, the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so something a little bit different because every month, obviously, we have the Creative Morning speaker yep. and we have the theme and it would seem that it would just be so easy to, as we've done, do a little bit of an intro. Hello, welcome to Creative Mornings. My name's James Pikeway. <laughs> I'm the host and and, and I've, I've done yep. that one and then play the talk. And I thought, and we thought actually, we said, you know, this is Potaholics. If you're wondering what you're listening to, yeah. this is the Creative Mornings Potaholics podcast yep. where we thought, you know what, what if we have a bit of a chat? And in this case, it's it's Glenn Power from Sandance Tire and myself, James Pikeway. Mm. And in the future, I think we'll have more of the Potaholics crew doing this. But we thought just as sort of a, a an end of season and easing into a whole bunch more content coming from us and a whole bunch of uh, additional stuff coming out of Creative Mornings in Dubai, which it could be seen as a small conflict of interest in that I'm heavily involved with Potaholics and heavily involved with Creative Mornings. So it really is just an overlap of cool it, stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's... Um so I've I've been to I've been to one of these. Yeah. Um, and, and you recommended a speaker to me actually. Who? Yeah. John. Who, who, yeah, John. Right, yeah. John, the theme park guy. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, he's um, he's as creative as it gets. He's, he's built he's, cities. He's yeah. Designed cities in in Malaysia, and and you know he's he's uh, he's involved in a lot of stuff that's that's very creative. Yeah. Um, well, I, and so, I think yeah. I want to back up for a second. I think there are every month when we do Creative Mornings, and if you have no idea what Creative Mornings is about, all one word, creativemornings.com. Click on it and see what's yeah. happening. It's a breakfast lecture series happens once a month in a city near you. There's there's not one per you know street in your city. There's one per city, and they're organized around a global theme. This yeah. month's theme here was wonder. And so every two, all of the 201 chapters from around the world will talk on that theme, and they'll bring a speaker in from their community and it's it's kind of cool now a lot of people hear the word creative mornings and they instantly say i'm out i'm not a designer <laughs> i'm not a market 21 year olds with ipads yeah, pretty it's much just not that and and yeah. it's it, it look truth be told it was started by a group of designers and and you know, hey that's what they brought it together and it was mm. brought together by tina roth eisenberg and her idea was you know ultimately over 10 years ago that she just didn't get a chance to interact with the people in her career in her field and so she put out some coffee and brought people into her loft and mm. they thought hey let's have a chat and next thing you know it it's morphed into this this 
breakfast lecture series slash brainwash. I don't mean brainwash as in trying to program you, but <laughs> no, it's just an opportunity to sort of let stuff wash over your yeah. head and give you ideas and motivate you. And, but, and, and people always say to me, oh, but I'm not a creative guy. And I said, read the manifesto. And one of the things is, you know, people, it's, it's all about high fives. It's all about celebrating community. It's all mm. about celebrating what we do well. It's celebrating our failures. And the, one of the lines in there is everybody is creative. How you deal with your accounting, how you deal with getting to work on time, how you some deal with people, anything. We're, some people are very creative with how they deal with their yeah. accounting. <laughs> you know, people will look at me often and they'll say, James, you're so creative. I said, are you kidding? In what sense? I'm not an artist. I'm not a really good drawer. I'm not particularly good at making film. I'm not particularly a good photographer. Uh, and they said, yeah, but you're very creative in how, in the case of Dubai, and we were talking about this, it's a zero budget event. So yeah. people say, what do you mean it's zero budget? I said, there is never any money. Yeah. And so people aren't being asked to pay. That's part of the deal. But we don't have any money at all. Like there is, there's no budget for printing. There's yeah, no budget right. I mean, for food. The, the, the Nest in uh, TCOM or Barsha Heights now, they obviously yeah. help with the venue. And, and then, you know. They invite us in freely every it's month. It's all volunteers. Yeah. Every, every single person who's involved is a volunteer. Which is unheard of. Which is kind of, I mean. <laughs> people show up. Creative mornings, it's, it's. Um, It'd be maybe, as you say, it's not all about sort of someone sitting down with a pen and paper and, and coming up yeah. with uh, the Mona Lisa. It's, you know, it, it, it's or a new fintech idea. Yeah. It's um, community mornings would be a good one. But well, it just sounds yeah. too, um, maybe a little bit passe that, but it's, yeah. it's, it's like, I've been to one. The one I went to was over a year ago. It was about um, connectivity or something okay. like that. Yeah. And it was the lady with the uh, Ramadan fridge. Okay, there we go. Uh, an amazing idea, um, but it doesn't inspire that was, everyone uh, just to have a fridge. That was obviously a great yeah. byproduct of it, but it was the way how she got to wanting to do that and what it meant to her to do that and the the, the benefits of of how it had moved on. I mean, I that's Janine Bensuda. If you that's and, right, and if and you go to if you Google Creative Mornings Space Dubai, you'll come to our our page. All the videos are there. They're so all you can, there, yeah. You can yeah, click I've on got it. Samir, I'm on the website now, and Samir yeah. is is, is oh, playing. Who yeah, was on, yeah. on recently? And you Samir know, GP. I'll yeah. um, I'll go and watch Collins later. <laughs> um, <laughs> Colin was the best because he shows up with a dress shirt and shorts. Genius. I know. He was just he was just all there. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, no bother. I mean, you know, but no, I I, I remember. Um, uh, the, the it's Colin Thomas, by the way, from yeah, We Will Fix It Dubai. Yeah, <laughs> so you, exactly, you've heard yeah. him as well. <laughs> yeah. But we, we, I remember the talk with, uh, on the Ramadan fridges and taking all this oh, information man. in. I was, you know, I'd, I'd come in workshop clothes and I was, I was, I was, I didn't at any time feel out of place. It was, yeah. everyone was very friendly. People were um, doing their best to talk to you and, and, and find out what you were and who you yeah. were and what you did. And, made no difference i've got two volunteers now and and this is this has been, always been my my big predicament so it's a really small group of people who run mm. and, and people often say yeah i want to get involved and i say what do you want to do and said okay start doing it and if you can keep doing it great and if you can't well you did it once and i'm, I'm yeah. really grateful and then people look at me and they say what i said but it's not really important what i'm going to do and i said are you kidding do i have to do it no that is really important so yeah. i got two people now whose sole job is at check-in when people come and sign up and put their name tag on which is one of the fun things that i get to do because everyone puts on a name tag that i design every time there's always a question <laughs> on it yeah and i come up with all the questions no one ever asks where the questions it's come from my favorite tv show <laughs> yeah 
this one was, what do you actually wonder about? And I wondered how, and I just, it was a, a pullback to a, an old commercial from uh, Caramel, was how do they get the caramel in the caramel bar? <laughs> <laughs> no one, no one paid, no, no, everyone's just looking at it going, yeah, okay. They have no <laughs> idea what it's going with that. But, but I get these two people who come now and their sole job is not really to help you check in. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory is to just talk to you. And break guide ice, you in, right? break get the ice, in get you dancing, bring you yeah. in, introduce you around, and then keep talking to people. Like, like they are the professional minglers. Mm. And I, to me, that's so important because I, I, I'm, you know, people might say, oh, James, you're such an extrovert. It's not a big issue. Are you kidding? I'm not really an extrovert at all. When I come to these things, I'm like terrified. Oh man, how am I yeah. going to know people? How am I going to meet people? And, and, and you don't want to, you don't want to get to the end of the talk or, you know, to a question and answer section of the talk where people are sort of not quite comfortable enough you know what it's yeah, like yeah, first yeah. day at school and your teacher asking you yeah. any questions nobody puts their hand up right yeah. and you don't want to get into that um so having people there that that do that the little questions on the name tags they just get people talking that um it's just a it's just a great it's just a great way to get together with people with yeah. it gives a common thread to something and, and I, I guarantee everyone will take at least one thing away i i, I took away from the one the, the lady was saying that um her son uh, went and spoke to one of the laborers that came and took something from the fridge. Yeah, these are the Ramadan fridge. Uh, yeah, and uh, ben uh, the, the, the laborer got all sort of emotional and didn't know how to react. Yeah, and it came about that then they were talking, oh, Are you okay? What's happened? And, everything. and the laborer was like, Nobody ever speaks to me. Yeah, exactly. It's just I, I that. took that away, right? That, <laughs> that's that's that chokes you up. Yeah. Right? It so makes you want to cry. I exactly, mean, yeah, and you take it away with you. You, you, you don't have, you have zero choice where you're born. No, but exactly. But you have, you have 100% yeah, choice yeah. how you deal with people. Yeah, exactly, that's right. And and I really, really did, I, I just remembered that. And it, and it doesn't have to make me want to have a Ramadan fridge. You know, it doesn't have to make me want to do something to do with connectivity, as, as this was talking about. But yeah. it can influence other things in in. in things and ways I, I do things in, yeah. in my day-to-day life and the way I would like to conduct business and, and things yeah. like that and I think it, no matter which talk you you'd attended you would definitely have taken something away from it well so, and, and I think our, our big thing is just getting people to come out just getting them to share the words like this is this is happening it doesn't cost yeah. you anything it's no. an hour of your life there is a Q&A people actually engage and they want to engage and they want to know what you, when, when you come in and say, hey, so uh, what do you do? It's not because they're, they're sussing you out and they want to find out if they can get business from you because they're legitimately interested because yeah. like you, they got out of bed yeah. and, they're, and they're somewhere at 8.15 in the morning yeah. going, what am I doing here? Yeah. Well, we, we've, we've spoken on our podcast, right? And, and on radio before that I kind of go to social events and don't tell people what I do. Yeah. I mean, the last thing I want to do is spend my time talking to people about the cause. But yeah. I actually, in this sort of circle, it's cool yeah. because you know yeah. you, you you can genuinely meet someone from almost any profession well like, there's students there <laughs> there's yeah v- uh, veterans in their field there. there's there's entrepreneurs i mean yeah. I, i've connected you already with someone from creative mornings mm. who listens to the podcast yep. and and simply wanted to have a talk with you as an entrepreneur to to pick your brain a little bit and 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 so forth and I, I mean, that's a creative mornings thing. If you were yeah, at exactly, creative mornings, yeah. he would have, he would have come up to you and said, Hey, I, I got this cool idea. Let's have a chat. Yeah. I want to figure out if it, it can actually work. And, and you know, I think some of what he's talking about is a little harebrained, but maybe, maybe it'll work. 
And I, I think that's kind of cool. The, the, this month in the talk that you're going to hear in, in just a minute is by Samir GP, the seven plus one habits of wonder filling people. The theme was wonder. And he, he took uh, the, this whole talk from the perspective of, well, we know what wonder is, this sense of amazement. You look at something and go, wow, that's really different. It gets you thinking. And he said, well, what about people who wonder fill others, who mm. bring wonder into them? And how do they do it? What, what's, what's the key to making that happen? And, and he, he started off again by telling his story, which is kind of cool, and how he advanced down his career. And it's nonlinear, as, as is most yeah. things. And he's, he's tried some stuff. And he said, look, you know, he does NLP. He does, some, he does coaching. He does consulting. He's he's got some projects that he's doing to help people manage their time. But he, he said he's really curious about how do you, as as a person who who embodies wonder, how do you wonder fill those around you? Mm. And that's what he spoke about. And I, you know, it, it was interesting because at the end of this whole talk, he he said to me, "So what'd you take from it?" Like what? And and he, he was totally sincere. People would come up, they'd ask questions. They were they were so excited after. Mm. And and I think that's one of the things we've done 48 creative mornings breakfast talks every single talk people have come up after and they're they're just bubbling over with excitement they want to they want to engage there it's it's you know 9 15 in the morning and they just feel like they've had this energy boost and it's not the free coffee no and there's (laughs) lots of it though (laughs) yeah there's lots of that but no it's it's right because you just get into that that's why co and it is in a co-working space, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, but yeah. That, that's why these co-working spaces. We're recording this in in the Rove, and, and there's another co-working, co-working space space, downstairs, yeah. and and you get so much more done. Yeah, because you're around other people that are, are passionate about what they're doing, um, and and you just kind of feed off that. It's the yeah. it's the whole going to the gym when it opens in the morning at five a.m. Yeah. It's the most ridiculous atmosphere in the world. You know, it is. people are high on caffeine. They're there. They're getting a head start on the rest of the world, yeah. and everyone just feels good yeah. for it. And uh, you get the same sort of uh, release with this kind of uh, this kind of morning, this so event. When he asked me what did I get from his talk, and and no one's heard the talk yet, you're going to hear it in a second. Yeah. And and of course, you can go to Creative Mornings Dubai, and you can see the talk if you want to watch the video without our narrative at the start. But if you're listening podcast way, it's it's coming up in just a second at the and and you're going to love it. But he asked me what I got from it. I said, "Well, the very end of what he was saying, he said sort of the last the number 7, the plus 1, 7 plus 1 habits of wonderfuling people was ignore the box." And to me, it was it was in a sense he gave me permission to be think about ideas and think about how I do stuff and think about how I present information and and whatever my way. And he said, "You know, your way might be right." And you, he said, your way is going to be right to you. Your way is not going to be right to me. But hey, you know what? I, I don't have to judge you. And you do it your way. And yeah. give it a try. And maybe it's going to work. And if it does, high five. And if it doesn't work, high five. Because you learn something. Yeah, Ignore exactly, the box. Yeah. There's, there's more to be taken from a from a perceived yeah. failure. Um, and like you say, you, you learn from that. And um, I am going to I am gonna sit and, and, and watch this whole video. Um, what we... What what is interesting and what what would be a good if anyone wants to to uh, put themselves up for volunteering for something would maybe a second angle camera. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Which would go onto the uh, onto the audience. You know in what? Attendance I, because some of the some of the reactions to this. I yeah. mean, obviously, you know, yeah. Sammy gave books out here and, yeah. and and there was, you know, people going up there to get the books and it'd just be great to 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 see that because yeah. um, you know you can see it on people that 
when something uh, correlates with something you think or you might have thought in the yeah. back of your head and thought, oh, maybe that's right or not. And then someone else sort of well, reinforces so let, that. Let me tell you what happens with these books. Because he says take the books. There, there's an, actually a number eight and he talks about leveraging the power of words. And the whole thing with the books is this goes back to his family and his dad. And his dad was a vivacious book lover and, and really instilled that in the family. Spoiler and just, alert. Yeah, spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. <laughs> so spoiler's coming. But at the, so spoiler alert. If you don't want the spoilers, go la 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 la. But, but at the very end, and you know, everyone's holding these books. And it, it's kind of like a loose end because everyone's thinking, why did you give me these books? Like, did you forget? Like, what's going on? And he just says, gift this book to someone. Mm. Just gift it. Just give it away. Say, it, and his whole thing is embrace the power of words, whether you're speaking them to explain something, whether yeah. you're writing it, but be able to embrace it. Yeah. And, and if you can do that, all of the other things that the wonder filling people do, their, their habits ultimately come down to, they're able to express themselves and they're able to, to create this dream in, in you and, yeah. you know, or give you power, or give you permission or give you leverage. And to me, that's, that was the beauty of this, this really 40 minutes of, of conversation with Summer. Yeah. And it was like, like, wow, I, yeah. I, I always leave them kind of going, holy, what, what just happened? Now for <laughs> me, the, the added bonus is I've been up like since three in the morning writing, <laughs> is it all going to work? Is everyone going to be here? Is, is the, you know, yeah. we got somebody who does a playlist. Is the playlist going to work? Is the not graphics going to happen? Not wanting to open your WhatsApp. <laughs> no, I still can't make it this week. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like, you know, it, and so there's all that happening and then you hear these talks and, and then when he finishes and, and he said, what did you take from it? I said, well, you gave me permission. It's just like, there was this instant, Hmm. Okay, I'm just gonna like I'm just gonna lie down here now and have a nap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> lies down in an empty room in the hotel. <laughs> just that's five minutes in the dark. Yeah. Oh, but you know what? Let's. It's this. It, I I think Creative Mornings is is one of the the coolest things that I do uh, here in the UAE. As I said, we've been doing it for five years. This is we've we've just wrapped. We're heading into our sixth year uh, of doing this, and it's it's 100 free. And I, I this yeah. is, I, again, I, I say this every month to people and they kind of look at me and go, what do you mean it's free? I said, no, no, it's free. And I said, yeah, but, but <laughs> what, what's the catch? And that's, and that's such a, a, a global thing, right? There's nothing is for free. And I said, no, no, no this is for free. Like there is no catch. I mean, yeah, come, you get, you got to get out of bed, but hold on. I give you coffee and I give you snacks and it's free. And if you're coming to the trip hotel where the nest is, uh, free parking. And if you want valet for free, yeah. I say, <laughs> so, yeah. so what's the catch? I said, there's no catch. Said, no but catch, it's got to yeah. be a catch. Yeah. Said, no, you got to come. Okay. There is, there is a price. You, you need to tell someone about it yeah, and just tell somebody, yeah. tell someone about it and convince them to come. Yeah. It, it's very apparent once you've been, um, <laughs> but once you, once you've been there, it's, you, it's quite clear that the value isn't, you know, you're not paying an entry fee. You're not yeah. buying the coffee. You're not, you know, buying, there's no one throwing merchandise at you. Yeah. Your value and what you pay is your time because you're giving your time up and then your, your involvement in the interaction during uh, the, the, the talk or at the end um, and the people you meet beforehand. Yeah. You know, there's a, there's a 15, 20 minute period, depending on how early you get there, of, of you know, milling around, talking to people while, while people are setting up and... Um, get that coffee on board. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's the value you've got to it because it, it yeah. doesn't work if, if, and in this case, Samir, if he stood there talking to himself, <laughs> just you there with Huawei... <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. awkward. That's it's really very awkward. awkward. Yeah. It's very awkward. Yeah. I mean, what is this? So, you know, if there's nobody else there, it's like, um, 
you know, he's going to say any questions and you just want to lie down at the end, <laughs> <It's like laughs> you know? So there's no, there's, there's just, it's just pointless. So, yeah. um, you know, and, and the fact is questions come up during the talks and, and yeah. they, they take it off on a tangent that, you know, we eventually yeah. get back to the, to the strand of, of what we are actually talking about, but it's, um, it, it, people sort of underestimate their value as a person with opinion, uh, with input. And, uh, this is just a good way to express an opinion and, and then sometimes just be inspired by yeah. somebody or something that you would never have thought possible. So now we've brought this to you as a podcast, so you yeah. don't have to watch it. You can listen to it. Yeah. Uh, Samir GP is the speaker. The talk is titled the seven plus one habits of wonderfuling people brought to you right here by Potaholics. And this is creative mornings, Dubai, the June edition, the theme wonder. Wonder. Wonder about the person in your life who has created that dramatic shift that changed the course of where you are today. It could be a parent, it could be a child, it could be a colleague, it could be somebody in the society who actually made a deep impact and which made it wonderful for you. For me, that person was the president of Turkey, Mr. Erdogan. What's the story behind that? And if you need to know the story behind that, you need to know who I am. Now, who am I? My name is Samir GP and I am from Kerala and typically people from Kerala dress up like this and which one do you think I am? I'll ask you in a bit. Take a guess. But when we are growing up in India, traditionally, as you're trying to find what your career path is going to be about, you have four choices in life. You either become an engineer, <laughs> a doctor, a lawyer, or a nobody. Right? <laughs> so if you're not the three of them, you're nothing. So I chose to be what? I'll tell you in a bit. But who do you think I am? Which one? Four. Number three? Four. Four? No, actually, I'm number five. Is this a shoe behind? You don't see me, it's just. That's me. But the fact is how I started my career and how I started my life was as a civil engineer. In 1999, I graduated and started working as a civil engineer. Until unless you don't know my backstory, the whole context will not fall in place. I became a photo framer after that. I was always struggling and looking what is the one thing that actually drives me. I moved on to become an aspiring corporate writer trying to look for a career in advertising. And then I tried to get into farming. After that, I tried moved to Qatar and was serving the American Armed Forces in Qatar. And then I got into construction management twice, one in 2006 and one in 2014. I was living in China for almost eight years from 2006 to 2014, exploring and seeing what I could be doing. And then in 2015, I went to Qatar and I was selling paratha and karak chai. So this is what I was doing over there. And I thought that was my true passion because I wanted to get into the food industry because I love food. So I thought, you know, it makes sense. It didn't. One year down the line, I realized this is not what I want to do. But during the course of time, what happened was I visited Turkey. How many of you have visited Turkey over here? Now, if you visited Turkey, you'll fall in love with the place. 
I just fell in love with that city. Look at the pictures, the food, the streets. It's such an unbelievably beautiful place. And what happened is I decided I'm moving there. People ask me, what are you going to do over there? I said, I have no clue. I just love the city. I'll go there and I'll figure things out. And I was all done and set and packed my bags and I quit my job and I said, I'm going. And then what happened? There was a bomb blast. 2016, what happened was there was a coup and they were trying to overthrow this gentleman, President Erdogan. Now, I am a person who sees signs and everything. And for me, it was a moment where God was speaking to me, I felt. God was telling me through President Erdogan something. And I kept my ears open and tried to see what that was. And the message that I got was, Samir, Istanbul, not now. <laughs> so, everything changed after that. So I started looking for other things and seeing what else could it be in my life that I could explore and see. I was in this constant quest of trying to see what it is that my heart calls out to. And then I found NLP, I found coaching, and I found this beautiful and amazing world that actually transformed my life because I saw that it had the potential to transform other lives. Today, I'm the founder and curator of Awesome Walkers, which is a platform where I bring in people and have conversations. I am the co-creator of this product, which is called the Awesome Planner, which creates actually a self, it's actually designed as a self-coaching tool, which makes people live an amazing life for the rest of their lives. I'm also a life coach, trainer, and speaker. So thinking about this topic today, wonder, I tried looking up what it means actually. It's a feeling of amazement and admiration caused by something beautiful, remarkable, or unfamiliar. And I was thinking to myself, I have gone through life and I've met so many amazing people, and these amazing people have filled wonder in me. So, what do you call a person, thing, or event that fills another person with a sense of wonder? And I kept asking this question, I saw that there was no word. So I had to come up with a word, and I called it wonder filling. So wonder filling people are the people who actually creates wonder in your lives. And then I started looking at the wonder filling people that I have come across recently. In Awesome Walkers, the platform that I've created, I realized that all these gentlemen who have come across through the platform were wonder filling people for me. And I was trying to figure out what is the common thread that goes through all of them. And when I was putting up this plan and I was seeing what is it that is a common thread that goes through every one of them, I realized that there is a fundamental thing which is habits. There are certain things that these people do regularly, diligently, and because of which they are wonderfuling people. They are wonderfuling people for other people's lives because they do certain things. Now, how many of you are thinking, why is it seven plus one and not eight? <laughs> how many of you have read the Stephen Covey book? Right? Are you thinking it is the seven habits plus the eighth habit, the, book, the two books that he's written? All right. A quick exercise. I want seven volunteers just to stand up. Okay. Seven volunteers. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. What I want you to do is come quickly and pick up a book each. Choose any randomly. Can I take this? No, <laughs> <laughs> Right? You can go back to your seats and later on I'll tell you what you'll have to do.
Now, there are seven who picked, right? But there are seven plus one, so I need one more. Who is the plus one? Now, what I want you to do is another exercise for all of you over here right now. In your life, right now, think who is the one person that you want to really create wonder in? Who do you want to give a sense of wonder for? Is it your child? Is it your spouse? Is it a friend? Is it a colleague? Choose anyone, pick anyone in your minds. And what I want you to do is, through the whole talk today, what I'm going to go through, when I share each habit, ask yourself in your own minds, what can I do to apply this for them? All right? This is me and my dad and my mom. The first wonderful people in my life. They were the ones who created a sense of learning. So I grew up in a place called Qatar in a, in a small industrial town called Um Said. Today it's called Nisaid. But it is mostly barren land and there was nothing much over there. And there was nothing much to be really curious about other than to be curious about why there's nothing over here, right? <laughs> and then what really put me on this path, I truly believe, is my dad's love for books. And we had the collection from 1977 onwards to, I think, 2000, 2001. All the national geographies, every time these books came into my house, it exposed us to a world beyond that small, barren city. And he also taught me how to look at people, how to not read people in a manner where you actually uh, judge them or you have a perception about them, be curious about them, understand them and see that they, everybody has a context. So for me, the number one habit that a wonderful person has is what I call the inspired curiosity. I mean, the inspired curiosity in you, what they do is they open up your mind to limitless possibilities. Now, how do you do that? Think of the person in your mind that you're holding on to at this point of time and ask yourself, if they came up to you with a problem, what is your immediate reaction? Do you give them a solution or do you engage them in a conversation with a question that starts with what if? When you start a conversation with a question that is what if, you're creating in their minds different possibilities and they start thinking and then they start coming up with their own solutions. When they come with their own solutions, they own the solution. And then what happens? Their mind starts filling up with wonder. And who's responsible? You. Can you read this? It says, a bird sitting on a tree is never afraid of the branch breaking because her trust is not on the branch, but on its own wings. Who'd like to share metaphorically what does it mean? How many of you are seeing the picture and thinking something right now? Anyone noticing anything? Uh, disconnect with the picture and uh, with the text? The branch. The branch? Lack of branch. There's no branch, right? True. And what is the metaphorical insight that you're getting from this statement? Anyone? Be strong. Huh? Be strong. Be strong, okay. Trust yourself. Uh, Trust yourself, right? Very good. Pardon? Courageous. Courageous, all right. Irrespective, there is a branch of a barrier. Whatever the situation, you have to trust yourself. Nice. All right. Anything else? Believing in your own abilities. 
believe in your own abilities. Absolutely. And when growing up as kids, what happens is we have wonderful people in our lives who either give us that sense of trust, who either tell us it doesn't matter what the situation is, whether it is a branch or a tree, it doesn't matter, or a wire. It doesn't matter what the situation is, believe in yourself, trust yourself. If we have that, and if we have that sense that anything is possible, imagine how we grow up and live an amazing life, right? But for that to happen for them as young adults, it is the people who are in their life who creates a sense of wonder for them. So habit number two is when you are trying to feel wonder in somebody else, what you do is you perceive without judgment. You perceive without judgment, you do not have preconceived notions because what is their context is for them. You do not impose yours on them. So when you understand how they come up and how they do everything, it is based on their own ideas. And how do you do this? You do this by trust. You do this by trusting them. Think about your own life. If you have reached wherever you are, there is one person in your life, somewhere down the line, who trusted you amazingly. Who gave you that sense of trust and said, you can do it. And that inspired you and made you to create the life that you have today. Right or wrong? Yes. So when you can get that, you can give that as well. What do you see? Tip of the iceberg. Tip of the iceberg. Absolutely. You just see the tip of the iceberg, right? And this is what we always see. When you saw the wire and not the branch, you're not looking deeper. You're looking what is on the surface. If you look at the messages that is there at a deeper level for anything and everything, you'll see so much more, you'll read so much more into so many experiences. At Awesome Workers, when I have these conversations every week, I identify and I see things beyond what they say. When I have conversations with my coaching clients or anyone, I see beyond what they say. When you can see beyond what is being said, you'll see that there is so much more to the story. There's so much more to the story because what is being said is being said from the conscious mind. The subconscious mind holds riddles and experiences and everything that is the result of which they are saying whatever they are saying at their conscious state. And what is the difference between this? It's the difference between the head and the gut. What is the gut? Have you heard of the gut instinct? Right? It's your intuition. So habit number three is trust the power of the subconscious mind. A wonderful person, what he does when he engages with a person in whom he wants to instill a sense of wonder is they make sure that they trust that person's subconscious mind, not your own, but that person's subconscious mind and realize that that person, whatever they're doing is for a reason. And that is appreciating and acknowledging their own intuitions. A lot of times, if you are not a wonder-filling person, then what are you? In my opinion, you're a doubt-filling person. You create a sense of doubt in their lives. You take away the opportunity for them to create wonderful lives for themselves. Because you're not going to be with them every day. They need to tread their own path. And if they need to, then they need to know how to trust their own subconscious mind. 
I mean, you do it for them from a young age, then what happens is they grow up to trust that. The year is in the 80s, I'm 10 years old. And how many of you have seen this? How many of you have used it? Okay, we have a good crowd over here. <laughs> so I used to use this, and my dad used to tell me to sit down on this typewriter from morning till evening and type away. And I hated it. It was my summer vacations and he would tell me, click, click, click. I'm going to office. When I come back, I want to see five pages of type print sheets. And he would give me the newspaper and say, this is what you have to type. Or the quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog, right? <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. So, when I was, as I've been reflecting, this whole talk, when I've been putting it together, what I realized is there are different parts of the puzzle in my life. And there are so many things that has actually happened. And I was trying to pick up the different things that has actually created a deep impact on myself. And what I was realizing with this is what he was doing to me, my dad, and what you can do if you want to want to fill somebody else's life, is he was changing the unconscious mind. Today when I type, I don't look. I have a typing speed which is very fast. But that is because I don't think about where the letters are and whatever it is. When you drive, do you check the gears? You don't, right? Similarly, what you do is for that person for whom you want to fill wonder, ask yourself, what are the habits that you want them to unconsciously do? For example, drinking water, exercising, waking up early in the morning. There are so many things. Habits are muscle memories. And if you can instill in their minds muscle memories that they can keep for a lifetime, it's going to be one of the best gifts that you can give to them. So if you want to feel wonder in somebody's life, what you do is you try to inculcate in them good habits. And when you can do that, what you're doing is actually by shifting your language and asking them the right questions, you're putting them into a thought process where they're saying, I want to do this. What do you see? Plus, filling up with water, right? Imagine this glass is full of water and you try to pour over it. What happens? Exactly what you're seeing. It spills over. Now, if you want to put something inside this, what do you need to do? You need to empty it, right? You need to empty it. But how much you empty will decide how much you can put in. And you have to see if this is aligned with what you're putting in. Think of this as the mind. Think of this as somebody else's mind. And when you speak, a lot of times what happens, how many of you have ever said to somebody, how many times have I told you this? <laughs> have you told? Do you realize you're speaking to a cup full? You're speaking to a cup full where you have not emptied your mind and you have not prepared the mind to receive. If you want somebody's mind to receive, then what needs to happen is you need to prepare that mind to receive. <coughs> and the way that you prepare a mind to receive is by following the next habit. And that is habit number five. Ask more and tell less. Every time you ask what happens, they start emptying their mind. They keep telling you whatever is there in their thoughts. And there's just 
two words that you can use to empty their mind. Who wants to take a guess? There are two words when they give you an answer. Yes, it. No. You got one word right in that. What's up? What's up? <laughs> what if? No. But try. On you try. What else? What else? What else? <laughs> what happened? What happened? What happened? What else? What next? What next? What else? <laughs> what else? Yes, I'm emptying your mind, right? This is how you empty somebody else's mind. You just ask this simple question. If you're faced with any situation and somebody's giving you ideas and things, until and unless they say, I give up. Now you tell me. Which means they're telling you, I'm ready to receive. If you speak before that, then what happens? And best way to do it is when they say I give up you ask them can I share which means they're saying I'm ready to receive if you practice this with a young child if you practice this with a colleague if you practice this with people around you in all walks of life you'll realize that if there is a shift that you want to create in somebody else's life all you have to do is make sure that they are receiving what you're telling them and that is a coaching mindset, basically. You can all be coaches. Coaching is so that means all you have to do is ask what else. I'm more exaggerating for sure over here. But the fact is, if you want to have a coaching mindset, if you want to have that power to transform somebody else's life, if you want to fill somebody's life with wonder, then ask what else. What do you see? You have to connect the dots. Yeah. To connect the dots. And when you connect the dots, you see an image. Right? More dots. And more dots. Our life, when we start off living, is like this. There are not too many dots to connect. And then as you grow older, the dots keep increasing. And until unless you don't connect the dots, the picture does not make sense. And it's so difficult for you to connect the dots yourself because when you are in the frame, you cannot see the picture. There's only one person in this world that each one of us cannot see. Right? Ourselves. There's only one person that we cannot see. We cannot see ourselves. We need a reflection. So what you do is, habit number six, if you want to transform somebody's life, and if you want to fill one day in their life, what you do is connect the dots for them. Connect the dots for them, and how do you do this? Is by collecting and connecting. Even they are not aware. So when you ask these what else questions, and if you ask these what if questions, and if you ask all these questions that are actually triggering their mind to reveal more and more things that has happened in their lives, then what happens is, you have the opportunity to co-create with them the image that can be their masterpiece. One of the biggest things that I have struggled with my entire life is the money mindset. And the money mindset is something that I wasn't even aware of that I had a problem with. 
until recently. And it's amazing how these money mindset gets sown into our minds at a very young age, where even we are not even aware of. It could be a conversation that you hear from an elderly person speaking, your parents. It could be something that happened when you went to buy that ice cream and that was refused because you said no money this week and then you would have created a money mindset in your mind. But the fact is these lie so far deep in the subconscious mind that you are not even aware of. And it's almost impossible to tap into those unless you go to a hypnotherapist or somebody who actually helps you take those things out. But the fact is they exist. They exist not just for money. I'm giving money as just an example. There are so many things in our lives that we limit ourselves in so many aspects. And what you as a person, if you want to fill one day in somebody else's life, needs to have it number seven is ignore the box. Ignore the box means unlock their limiting beliefs. Check with them. See what it is that within their own minds that they have closed from. What choices they are making in their lives based on the beliefs that they have created for themselves. Now these are the seven habits. Inspire curiosity. What's number two? Number two? Perceive without judgment. Number three? Trust the power of the subconscious mind. Number four? Change the unconscious mind. Number five? Ask more, tell less. Number six, connect the dots. Number seven, ignore the box. Now, why do I call it a plus one? Why am I not calling it the eighth habit? There is a reason why I call it the plus one habit and not the eighth habit. For that, what I want you to do is quickly, if you have a piece of paper or on your mobile, a small exercise. These are words disgusted, failure, problem, weird, and boring. What I want you to do is take your phone, take notes, and write a parallel positive word for these. Parallel positive word. How many of you have used these words in your lives? Or you use it? Do you talk about problems? Do you talk about weird people? Do you talk about boring people? So if these are positive words, if you have to shift them to positive, if these are negative words and if you have to shift them to positive words, what would that be? Quickly just have a mental exercise on that. I'll give you a minute. Done? All right. Who wants to share? Disgusted? Delighted. Delighted. Okay. So. I did not, just to uh, elaborate over here, I'm not asking for the opposite. I'm not asking for the exact antonym of this word. What I'm asking is, if you had to change your language when you were using it in a scenario, what word would you pick? Alright? So you can't fake it. You have to use a word that would actually be relevant to the context. So if you, do you want to change it or do you want to keep it? I want to keep it. Alright. So can you give me an example of a sentence that you would use, disgusted? 
I was disgusted with the sight of the food uh, being wasted. I was using. Yeah, I was disgusted with the uh, speaker's boring topic. And okay. I was delighted with the excellent content the speaker had. Okay. So, are you being truthful over there? Because the first one, you you actually shifted the complete meaning of that, right? Yeah. So it borders on not speaking the truth then. Well, it might have happened at one occasion where I was okay. really disgusted with somebody. True. Okay. Now I'm delighted with this speech. Agreed. Example. Anyone else wants to give an example or try? Pick anyone. Pick anyone. Okay. Uh, failure. Yeah. Opportunity to learn. Okay. So, all right. So, how would you phrase a sentence? If there was a sentence where somebody failed, or somebody came up with you and said, "Mama, I failed." Cool. Lovely. Okay. Who else wants to share? Yes. Uh, for weird, I would say interesting. Interesting? Okay. Well, you want to give an example? It's weird for me, there should be something interesting. Yeah. Okay. As in yeah, Alright. So we have boring not taking. Boring. Huh? Boring. Boring? Boring. Problem. Okay, what's the problem? Problem, she said, but you know, the most problem. Uh, opportunity to do wonders. Opportunity to do wonders? Okay. Boring. Energy. Fun film. Okay. Energy. Energy. So what I do is I share over here the words that are the positive words correlating to this. Disgusted is surprised. Failure is learning. Problem is challenge. Every time when somebody says, I have a problem, if you tell them, I have a challenge, they shift that. Weird is unique and boring is stable or consistent. You got three? Yeah. Now there's a whole list of words in our lives that we use on a regular basis. And what we need to do is we need to question ourselves and ask, are we using negative words in our lives? Or are we using positive words on a regular basis? Every time we are faced with a situation, what are we doing? More importantly, coming to the context of what we're speaking and sharing today, if you want to fill wonder in somebody else's life, what are the kind of words that you use? So, it's all about the choices you make. And the fact is, why it is called a plus one is because it is leveraging on the power of words. And this habit is applicable to all the seven habits. If you want to apply on all the seven habits, this is the most powerful one. Because this is how you make sure that you are doing everything that is listed over here. You inspire curiosity by leveraging on the power of words. You perceive without judgment by leveraging on the power of words. You trust the power of subconscious mind when you're filling somebody else's life with wonder by leveraging on the power of words. You change the unconscious mind and you help them by leveraging on the power of words. You ask more and tell less, especially over here, by leveraging on the power of words. You connect the dots for them by seeing what are they saying. You pick from them and say, there, what you're doing is you're talking about problems. Start talking about challenges. What you're doing is you're leveraging on the power of words. You ignore the box for them because the belief systems that they have put in their own minds is because they have used 
the wrong words. Think of any idea right now. Think of what success means to you in your life for a second or for 10 seconds without words. It's impossible. We can have no thought without words, which means we can have no reality without words. Everything is based on how we perceive and interpret things and ideas. What you've heard over here so far is how do you feel wonder in somebody else's life? What about you? How do you pick people who can feel wonder in your lives moving forward? What do you do? Is you look for these seven habits or traits that are there in other people and you attract them. You tell them, I want to be surrounded by these people. And that is how you fill wonder in your lives. I'd encourage you to fill up your life with the wonder fuel. And always be wonderfully. I have given you books. What I want you to do is find somebody in your life and give that book to them. Fill wonder in their lives. Thank you. Anyone have a question, comment, query, something you'd like to say this summer? Charlie's standing in front of us. How to make us implement this in our lives? Yeah, yeah. You mentioned right at the beginning. Uh, that book was around self-coaching. Yeah. Is that the kind of thing that would help us engage these habits or not? Yes. Uh, not all of them, but what happens is, again, this book is about understanding how you have actually set belief systems in yourself and which are not actually aligned with what you want in life. There are so many times that we go through life not knowing what we really specifically want. Ask yourself today, what do you want? If I were to ask you, what is it that you want five years down the line? And if you had a very specific answer, and if you said one year down the line, this is very specific what I want. And if you told me in 100 days, very specifically, this is what I want. And in the next seven days, this is exactly what I want. If you can say all that, then you don't need this. <laughs> Otherwise, what happens is, and this comes along with a workshop, which creates the mind shift that actually creates an amazing life for you. So this is a tool. And when you use the tool effectively, you become the tool. You become wonderful. Did that answer? Yeah. Okay. Any um, other question? Yes. Uh, from, from what you gave, which one is the easiest to start with? Which one do you think? I can start with anyone. Which one do you, have you seen? Um, you like, you gives you the fastest result at the beginning. I know it will depend on people, individuals, but what have you seen? What I would suggest is focus on the plus one habit. When you focus on the plus one habit, which is the words that you use in your lives, then you will see that everything else is connected and somehow everything will fall into place. When you have the mindset that I want to create wonder in somebody else's life and I want to attract wonder in my own life, you come with that starting point and then you become conscious of all the words that you use in your regular life, you will shift. The rest of the seven, it will happen automatically. I recently uh, learned uh, 
what do I find in it? I have tried this that I go and meet somebody who is also low and try to actually talk positive to that person, to pep up that person more, which again gives me back that positivity. And then when I walk away, we both are actually positive. So I think probably that's again something positive the words, the power of words. Yes. Well, what you, anyone wants to share what did he actually do? Did he himself up? Yes. yes. But before that, what did he do? Intentions. Intentions. He said the right intention. <coughs> your intention creates your reality. How are you today? When somebody asks me this question, no matter what is happening in my life, my answer always is I am spectacular. <laughs> And people ask me, are you serious? I said, it doesn't matter what the world is. It's what I believe and what I want to be in a state of. You can choose that for yourself. Each one of you can choose it. Nobody can impose on you to be upset or sad or depressed. You choose it. We choose it. So if we choose to be spectacular no matter what is happening, that's what we will be. So great, starting on the right intentions. Yes. Just to add to that, when somebody asks me how am I, I say I'm good if you're good. <laughs> That's what I say. Do you want to keep it or shift it now? <laughs> I'm kind of, if their, their day is not good, then I want to take it away from them. But if their day is good, then I want to multiply. Okay. Right. And if they're bad, you're bad? <laughs> not really. I'll help them. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Any sharings? Any sharings? I have a question actually. All right. Um, so you're you're a coach, yes. and um, you know you said all of these amazing tips and you know, how to change your mindset. We're all human. I'm sure you also had days when you you know felt low or you felt like you know, you're not able to apply these things to you. What is your thing? So, Prashant just now shared about why, how he goes to somebody who is low on energy, he tries to fill that person with wonder and he lifts himself up. What I do is I find people who are more positive than I am and then I go and try to get into that energy. I try to find people who are inspiring, motivating. The one thing that keeps me going no matter what is the event that I have which is called Osmomorphous because every week it's my refuel. Every week I meet people. Ask yourself, are you meeting regularly on a regular basis amazing people? The only reason why I continue to do it no matter what is because I get uplifted. So what is your system for recharge on a weekly basis? When you ask this question to yourself then you realize that you need to get some things shifted. Now what I want to do is a final exercise. The final exercise what I want you to do is there is this philosophy that I call applying the principles of ACT. Every time you go and attend a session or a seminar or anything, I want you to do this and I want you to do this by doing it today first. A stands for apply. From what you heard today, what is it that you're going to apply in your lives? C stands for change. What is it that you're changing?
don't do any of these three things, what has happened today is just awesome. You have the power to give it.